Hello there. Hello there, and welcome to the Syntaker Snapshots podcast. And I will be hosting today, uh, Adam Tudor, and with me is Bob D. All right. And Chris Main. Hello there. And today we are going to be having a little look at um, 2.0's version of Epic. Um, we had the articles come out with all the new ships um, detailing uh, some of the changes that we're going to see. Um, so we thought we'd we'd get together and, and have a chat, have a chat about it. Um, so jumping straight in, Bob, um, what's the what are the big things about Epic for you? Um, I loved Epic in 1.0. First edition Epic was a lot of fun, and and it was a bit underplayed. Um, the only ever serious competition I entered was in 2015, I think, at Nationals, where they had a, a UK National Epic Championship that got about, I think, 30 players uh, in to play Epic. But the, the length of the games meant that it was quite difficult to organise competitive events in a, in a sensible time frame. So Epic was kind of consigned to a fun thing that was, was nice to do when the meta had got super evolved during particular waves. But I loved it. I absolutely adored playing Epic in First Dead. My biggest one was a a 2,000-point game, so that would be 4,000 points in uh, second edition points, with two Corvettes and three Raiders and loads of transports and loads of stuff that we we just kind of uh, begged, borrowed and stole to to have a two-day game of of X-Wing. And it was brilliant fun. It was not like the X-Wing that we we know of of a Tuesday night and of a Saturday tournament with 75 minutes of carefully planning your moves but it was a lot of big spaceships blasting each other and and i really enjoyed epic so i'm i'm very excited to see it back and what about yourself chris is bob hitting on a lot of the points there for you as well absolutely i mean i came into x-wing second edition from star wars armada so for me big ships have always had a big appeal uh, and I'm really looking forward to just getting some of these bad boys on the table because they are absolutely brilliant models to actually look at. And I'm just really looking forward to getting them on the table and having a play with them. I think it's going to be uh, very different in, in second ed. We've still got the, the same ships, uh, the the Gazanti, the Raider, the Corvette, the Transport, and the uh, the one that was released last in first ed, the Sea Rock. And, and everybody is getting some kind of uh, epic ship uh, with the, the imps and the, the rebels and the First Order, I think, all getting two epic ships to choose from. So there's nothing absolutely brand new coming, but it, is, it will be good, as, as Chris says, to get, to get the, the big ships back on the table. I particularly love the CR90 model the uh, blockade runner and and all the rebel stuff that went in that there was a lot of uh, of that in the rebels cartoon series and nice to see that one of the changes is that they've introduced a title that lets you dock two little ships into the uh, corellian corvette that's pretty cool yeah that, that is a pretty nice change so they they are releasing cards for uh, sort of a pilot card for obviously for the ships but they're doing them they're kind of mixing them back into the other factions aren't they so i think it was um the sea rock is going to be scum and separatist i believe is that correct yeah yeah sea rocks for separatist and scum uh raider i think is imperial and first order and i think same with gazanti 
whereas the Transport is the Rebel and Resistance and the CR90 is Rebel and Republic. Yeah, and if you look on the, the FFG site, they have released the full contents of the conversion packs. So you can see that there are um, 10 new base plates. So that covers all seven factions and the three factions that get two ships. And they've also released the, the title cards. I think there's about 19 or 20 of those. And the new crews and uh, guns and so on are, are listed uh, in the, the content section. And it is very much the case that there's there's nothing that's been spoiled so far that isn't in that conversion. If you had any um, epic stuff in, in first edition, then a conversion kit will, will have you covered for second edition without having to buy any new ships. And likewise, if you were like a lot of people, uh, you were the guy who got the Rebels and your mate got Imperials, you can split that kit quite nicely. That's certainly something that's it's going to be a bit a lot more friendly to uh, buying into it because obviously you know you, already having to buy these extra big ships, you don't want them to have to run. If you can get them cheap, you don't want to have to buy multiple different packs as well. So that that's quite a nice little um, customer friendly thing, I think. Um, so I had a, a very brief look at, at the at the articles, and one of the things that jumped out to me as someone who's who's not played Epic before is that there's no um, front and backs anymore, because that was, that was something that the big ships had. But also I noticed that um, the shields have the recharge icon. Yeah, that's that's pretty exciting. I mean, the, just dealing with the, the front and back sections, the, the front and back sections idea was a way of making the, the big ships function almost like two ships that were joined together all the time. And also a way of dealing with the problem of, of shooting through your own um, rear with turrets and so on. And it was kind of clumsy. Um, so, um, it, it, yeah, um, I, I was not a fan of that idea. It was, it was a workaround, really. But they've got rid of that now and they've just embraced the fact that these ships have a, a ton of hull and shield. Yeah, and they've given them, as you say, the ability to regen shields each round, uh, as well as the energy as well. So, it, yeah, combine that with some of the other new rules that are coming in with them, such as the double actions, uh, the two different types of initiative for each particular one, and obviously the single damage deck, which is unique to each ship as well. It's going to make some very interesting changes in playstyle. Well, I think the the energy uh, was was almost one mechanic too many for uh first edition epic it was kind of clunky the way it was explained in the rules was was a bit awkward as to when you regenerated energy and when you spent it and then there was a, a massive gap about whether ships started fully charged with energy so they're going to be i hope clearing all of that stuff up um and it, it looks to me like they are trying to make the epic ships the the huge ships work a bit more like the small base ships in that you've got uh, a dial which is much more similar to the small base dial and most of them have got a hard red forward which means two things first of all these things can be incredibly fast because if you're doing a five forward and then you've got that huge base length which is from the looks of it about the length of uh, three large bases uh, then these things are, are really going to be to be motoring um, and, and the other thing is that it is a, those long manoeuvres are red manoeuvres. So um, if 
that is the case. That means that stress is going to be a thing for the, the big ships. It may be that that takes effect as um, an ion rather than as as a stress, because from looking at the pictures, it looks like they've only got uh, ions supplied with them rather than stress tokens. But it, it, it is the case that they're, they're trying to make the mechanics much more like uh, regular small-based X-Wing. Yeah, it certainly seems to fit a lot more like that. Um, in terms of the actual red manoeuvres, I'm wondering if it's actually going to cost you energy in order, in order to be able to actually do them as opposed to stress. So you're putting more strain onto the engine's kind of thematic viewpoint to look at it. Okay, yeah, that'll be interesting. And range five uh, remains a thing. It's, it's interesting reading some of the cards, how they're making it so that... Uh, spending energy can can give you an extra range band if you put the right crew cards on and the way that you've got um, multiple shots uh, with sit with individual guns uh, in a turn and that I think will will really make a difference the yeah, other thing that yes I was going to say, you've also got a couple of kind of minor changes as well. So, for example, you've now got the ion cannon battery, which works very similar to the ion cannon turret, except instead of inflicting a damage, it inflicts a crit, uh, as well as the ion tokens. You know, you've got a little change like that, but it all works very nicely in a very similar way to the small ship stuff that's already out. And I think the, the new idea of having wings of ships and, and the... Uh, conversion kit certainly comes with a new weird looking template that has its own um center line for positioning a uh, range ruler uh, sorry a movement template and you can you can fit either four or six ships into that and move them of a piece uh, which will certainly speed up the game when you're using uh, multiple small ships. One of the problems with, with First Dead Epic was that if you had sort of 20 or 30 little bases on the board, it was just taking forever to move them around. And if you can move six at once, first of all, it lets you keep them in, in swarm formation so that technically some of them are doing a um, four turn that has sort of crept in now. Um, and and that that means that the, the six of them are moving together uh, and moving together quickly because you can just use the template to to place them around the uh, the lead ship that's moving. So that should speed things up quite a lot in Epic. Yeah, when they when we first sort of got a glimpse of Epic and they put up a few promotional pieces, um, certainly something that got that got me a little bit excited was just the image uh, the image that they used of Darth Vader in the middle flying with his his wing of tie fighters behind him down the trench of the death star um that, that's certainly something that's uh gonna gonna tap into a lot of x-wing uh love from uh, from the thematic standpoint yeah and you combine that with a new scenario play as well which you're bringing in it's just going to make it extremely thematic across the board really when you start to play epic and you start to play these big wings of ships as you say you know similar to the death star trench film yeah, that's going to be really good. And, and the other thing that is, is attracting me is the idea that we've got eight-player scenarios coming. We'll see how those, those work and whether there's any scope for competitive or organised play. But the idea that they are bringing lots of players to the table in the environment of Epic, where actually 
that's that's almost more difficult to get to get more players involved because potentially you've got more ships. That sounds pretty interesting. Definitely. And if the scenario does bring you know brings it into a more sort of, I, I hate to like differentiate things between competitive and fun. That's not what I'm trying to say here, but. With X-Wing, the standard game that we all know and obviously love, that you can bring any kind of list you want, but at a certain point, you put things down on the table and you begin the game of, you know, trying to outguess your opponent and all that sort of thing. With scenarios bringing in something other than just kill each other, it it does bring, and and Epic as well on such a huge scale, it's much more sort of um, 40k-like in time. Um, You kind of... It's more of a casual, uh, you know. Let's just to get get together, and we know we're going to be spending a lot of time together, so we'll, we'll just we're just here to enjoy it. Well, I think one thing that is important is if they they bring in some sort of AP, uh, is that it will take a very long time for a meta to develop, because there are a lot of options. There's a lot of huge ships. There's a lot of ways huge ships can combine with small small ships. There's there's a lot of crew options, a lot of big guns, and. With, with that in mind, and given that Epic take, will take longer to play and there will be less of it about, it will be a bit like Quick Build, where there is no room for uh, a meta to establish and get publicised. So we won't be going through cycles of, well, this is the best list and that is the best list. It will be about people designing their own stuff and, and bringing their own ideas to the table, which I think is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anything that uh, gets gets people excited and involved is is obviously good for for anything, um, and we are obviously uh, all here to just in, enjoy ourselves really, and that's that's what it's all about. And if we can get you know squadrons of X wings coming in and you know Tie fighters flying around the board all in formation, um, I'm all for that. Just just as an image wise, I think it's great. We'll get in the um, the docking corvette in close with some b-wings inside it and dropping those into the middle of a knife fight that would be really fun if you kick them out with in a way that you can end up dishing out focuses to them and all that sort of stuff um then yeah that that's a a, a different way to play a little bit like the nantex but there will be less moaning well that's uh, that's taking a big leap um, <laughs> less moaning and certainly, that certainly remains to be seen um, and I think we're due for release at the end of this month okay so uh, they kind of said in that, that vague way that FFG love to use um, quarter four so I mean that's any time from sort of now until yeah, after Christmas really isn't it um, but are you are you looking hopeful for sort of October time? Um, I think they said early in Q4 and some stores have got it up at um, 31st of October. So that's a, a quick little um, talk about the uh, the new Epic stuff that we're, we're interested to see uh, come, make a comeback for uh, to X-Wing 2.0. Uh, so uh, with that, it's uh, goodbye from Chris. Goodbye. Uh, goodbye from Bob. Ta-da. And it's goodbye from myself. Thanks for listening, everyone.